Happy 4th of July and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devils show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even drop a 4th of July five-star review while you're at it. I am Anthony Totri joined on this holiday edition by Sean DePaz and Shane DeFamach is still not with us. Man, no, he's, he's, just, he's still in Texas, gallivanting, doing his thing. Not Austin, it is what it is. He's missed a lot. He's missed a lot while he's been. Gone. He has, yeah. And then he's going to be gone next week for for the summer league. And by the time he gets back, ASU might be in a whole other conference. And they and might be, the, dude. Dude, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about it for a second, man. Because we make jokes every time Shane is gone. Yeah, right. Every time Shane is gone, people leave. This is when he's not on a show for a day. This man has left for a weekend, and look at his what. Look what's happening. Yeah, this might be the king of all no Shane news. Just like leave for gonna. Wow, kidding me, man. <laughs> so we're still talking about it. Uh, but Jason Shear, who reports for the the Wildcats version of Twenty Four Seven Sports, um, reported yesterday, um, which would have been Sunday. That sources are telling him that there will be significant dis- discussions between the Big 12 and the Pac-12 this week, and it would in- include four Pac-12 teams joining the Big 12. Um, of those four teams, that would include Arizona, Utah, Colorado, and none other than Arizona State. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I feel like when we talked about this last week, it was kind of like a Oh, like this is what should happen, but it was kind of like a joke. Like I didn't, it, there was no actual traction to it. And now, look what we have here: AFU the Pac-12 might, be, might actually be dead, man. It might actually be dead. I'm a little surprised by Colorado, to be honest, but I guess it's kind of just a proximity thing. Um, uh, yeah, but there's no way it's gonna. It's kind of sucks for BYU joining the. Oh no 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 no. no. BYU is joining the Big 12. So that would be really fascinating as far as Utah and BYU actually being in the same conference. Um, Colorado. So the Big would 12 there. would be the Big 16? Yeah, because what they have, they are losing two teams, but they have four teams coming. And then they would potentially add potentially four, like four more. So <sighs> Big 18 Math. at that point, right? Math. Um, yeah, it's it, I don't even I don't even know. It's it's very fascinating though. Um Cincinnati's also going to be in the Big Twelve, so the Big Twelve is is in an interesting position to actually be like a a little bit of a like a legitimate conference when you consider Cincinnati and ASU. But geez, ASU being in the Big Twelve would be I don't even I, I don't even know it would it would be significant for ASU. But if that does happen, Michael Crow would have to make a significant uh, change in his stance on sports. And the way yeah. he approaches the athletic department, because the way he treats the athletic department here will not fly on the Big 12. What's really intriguing to me is I would love to know, obviously, these backdoor conversations that happen mm-hmm. among these board of directors and conferences of how much of the investigation, the ongoing NCAA, NCAA investigation into the football program um, and just other issues kind of revolving around Arizona State Athletics um, you look with you know the latest implode with softball uh, or the struggles with baseball. Mm-hmm. I would love to know how much of those discussions have been around like 
Arizona State's issues of like, you know what, mm, you know, we love the Phoenix market. We'd love to add them and they're an interesting option. But, you know, does the investigation, does all this other stuff potentially hurt? Or is it completely different and is it more polarizing? Is it, yes, they've got issues, but like Herm is still there. Like he's yeah. a very polarizing figure yeah. right now. Like, is that maybe even more intrigue to yeah. bring ASU on? I wonder if it's if like I kind of wonder how this these situations go if it's more of like a the Big Twelve wants ASU or ASU is trying to get into the Big Twelve because if they because if the Big Twelve is like kind of pitching to ASU they're like look look by the time you get into this conference you'll have all of this stuff you could put it behind you like you think about why you just lost your softball coach why your football team probably isn't yeah. that great the like the, the mediocrity of the basketball team it's the facilities it's the funding look at the rest of the look at the big 12 we don't have yeah. those issues you can come here and 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 bring your athletic department to a whole other level um and if it's the other way it's like if, i mean what really does does asu have other than the phoenix market right like it's like nothing it's it's at this with LA leaving the biggest market in the Pac-12. Um, so, and I mean, we talk about and the, and the Arizona side of it, like we talked about kind of the kind of conversations we had on the show and both as a company, like what Arizona brings, um, and just like their weird but ravenous fan base, like yeah, and and we've talked about how these schools kind of have to go in pairs. Like you bring. But I, I, you bring like the athletic quality when you get Arizona and the the financial market, market the, the, all of the 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 kind of on paper stuff outside of the actual on field performance. <laughs> ASU brings that, um, yeah. and so it's it's very interesting. It, it'll be really interesting to see how this kind of all plays out. But I think both sides serve to benefit and. I know there was kind of the talk about like the loyalty to the Pac-12 and stuff like that, and obviously Arizona put out a statement, um, but like you said, ASU didn't. But either way, at this kind of point, do they have an do they have a choice but to try and find a way out? No, because I don't think so. This is now UCLA and, and USC have forced the rest of the conference's hand. They either have to go down with the ship or try to move on and survive. And I don't think you can blame ASU or Arizona or any of these other schools for trying to do that at this point because of the situation they were put in by the L.A. schools. Yeah, you mentioned the statements. ASU is among three Pac-12 teams that did not put out a statement following um, the departures of USC and UCLA from the Pac-12. And, you know, a lot of these statements were, you know, we're disappointed, blah, 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 blah. I think the silence definitely speaks volumes um, mm, yeah. from, from ASU. I believe the other schools were Stanford and Oregon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, they've been linked to potentially the Big Ten. We've joked about the Ivy League for Stanford. Yeah. Like, you, you never really know, but silence definitely says a lot um, in this case. And I, I my, my big thing is at this point, right, like ASU and a lot of these other schools were already getting leftovers. Uh, mm -hmm. In terms of uh, in terms of recruits, you look at ASU's recruiting class for 2023, and it's just absolutely horrendous. I believe they're at two recruits or two commits, maybe three, um, which is just not going to cut it. Like regardless of investigation, yeah. whatever. Now, these kids want to be on a national stage, right? It, it's it's mm -hmm. the world that we're living in in college sports. Kids want to be on television. They want the NIL deals, and like you can't blame them because some of these kids are getting a ton of money out here. So, like, whether they're great or not, like, that's what they're going to want. And it's your job now as the coach 
to sell them on it. I feel like yeah. it is it has changed. College football has changed specifically from the players having to sell themselves to the programs to the now the programs have to sell themselves to the players. And if I'm ASU, if I'm Ray Anderson, if I'm Herm, Edward, Herm Edwards, in 2024, it is going to be extremely difficult to sell this program and sell the idea of a broken Pac-12 oh, yeah. when, when you could go to the Big 12. You could try the Big Ten. You could try the SEC West thing that we joked about on Friday. Like, that's your only real selling point at that point. Because if you stay in the Pac-12, you're not even the best team left in the broken conference. Like, it's it's Oregon. Oregon would be the, the front runner. And odds are, Oregon doesn't want to stay here either. Oregon yeah, would be the talk better than ASU. So there's, like, you you could argue that they're not even a top three team in the broken yeah. Pac-12. Which is, I think... It's a fresh start, right? We've talked about how we would love for Ray, you know, to whether he gets off the saddle here or if he's forced off of it or just something. But I, I feel like, and I think the ASU fan base just wants something different. They want to blink and they want ASU and Tempe to be something just different. And I yeah. think the only way right now that you could do it with the landscape of college sports and the landscape of the ASU athletic department is to try and go to a different conference. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I feel like the Big 12 is really the only option here now. Um, and you talk about that fresh start thing. I, I, I think the fresh start kind of comes with, like, uh, I think you find out you're leaving for the Pac-12 or you're leaving for the Big 12, and then it's like, all right, enjoy your your farewell tour, Ray and yeah. Herm. And at the end of this year, it is bon voyage. We're going to get <laughs> – <laughs> I love how we both went two different languages there and neither of them were English. Um <laughs> Like you go and get some people that have some Happy experience in the SEC, yeah, right. <laughs> you you go get some people that have experience in the SEC. You get a legitimate football coach, the one that's not just here because of his name that has actual college. I'm telling experience. you, man, it's gonna be David Shaw. I'm calling it now. Go get Urban Meyer. Um, no, see if he wants you want, to you you want you want to. <laughs> I mean, if this you was if we coach? were talking before the Jacksonville experience, then yes, because I think he's probably the greatest recruiter in college football history. Now he's kind of a joke, and I don't know if people are going to have any interest in playing for him. Um, but but regardless, like on a serious note, you need to go get a real coach, and a, yeah. and and maybe Ray can do that job if if um, Michael Crow actually does have kind of a change and is like in a change in the way he wants to approach this kind of stuff. Because like I said, I think you need to if you want to succeed in a conference like the Big Twelve. Um, but it, I, I think it, yeah, I think the the future is in the big 12 at this point, like as ridiculous, I never thought I would say something like that even a week <laughs> ago, but like <laughs> the reality of it is that that's the, that's the only option. You're not going to the big 10. Like, I don't think the school is there academically. To, I don't to, think to that survive. conference is, wants it. No, like, I mean, yeah. Like if, even if they, if, if the ASU had a pick up, pick of the litter, like, like the big 12, I think is their best option regardless um really? and it just so the happens big 12 is their best option the big 12 in yeah. terms of yeah. what in terms of competition um i think in terms of the competition right like you, you have schools that you can actually I, I think the big 12 is a conference that you can actually succeed in when you look at the rest of the schools there uh it'll be better for recruiting than playing in the big 10 academically asu is much more in line with the academic standards of a conference like the big 12 <laughs> than the big 10 which has really high academic standards um I just think there's so many, so many things that kind of 
that ASU would fit really well in the Big 12. Um, I, I just – and I think you look at some of like the, the talent that you see leaving AS, the Arizona market for other conferences, right? Like a Spencer Rattler, for example. He left Arizona to play in the Big 12. Yeah. Obviously, he went to play in Oklahoma. who's now going to the SEC, but like um, – you might get some of those talents, specifically on the offensive side of the ball, because a because Big Twelve is such an offensive, it's such an offensive conference. Um, you might get some of that talent to stay and play at ASU, considering the fact that we be playing on Fox every week instead of playing at 10 p.m. in the fo- on the Pac-12 <laughs> network. Like, yeah, it's stuff like that. Like you said, I think the pitch for players, if you were going to the Big Twelve, is just so much better. It is, it's so much more impactful than it is if you stay in this dying conference that is the Pac-12. Yeah, 100%. We're going to keep talking more about this potential switch for Arizona State uh, from the Pac-12 to a different conference. But right now, I want to tell everybody about the offer going on on the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. We talk about it, uh, whether it be betting, we talk about DraftKings, we talk about their offers. Uh, but this this OG one is quite literally my fav- favorite. If you use promo code PHNX, you can make your first deposit. So you got to be a new customer, and you're going to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Again, if you're new, your very first deposit is going to be risk-free up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Sean, did you win any money over the weekend? I did not. Um, I know there were a lot of people that bet on Joey Chestnut to try and win some money and they had to get their money refunded because some some wild shit went down at the hot dog eating contest um but i i oh actually no i did win a little bit of money on saturday i won a little bit of money on ufc um because israel adesanya won by decision like i had been saying he would um so he just I, messed I, with him bro he was just yeah messing with him. he's uh, arguably if not the greatest fighter of all time at this point i don't think it's conversation didn't win any money on the sean o'malley fight because that got ended that ended in a no contest did you watch that fight i didn't get to no oh my did you see the eye poke no it was barely an eye poke and the guy that was that got poked in the eye was selling the hell out of it when the ref and the judge was up there, bro, because he knew that he was not going to win that fight. He's like, I can't see out of this eye. Barely got, barely got touched in the eye. He's like, yeah, I can't see out of it. I see black. Like, bro, shut up. You're not blind. You just don't want to lose. Like, come on now. We're flopping yeah. in UFC now? Yeah. Um, and then that other fight, the Volkanovski and, and Holloway fight did not go the way I expected it. And Volkanovski just played with Max Holloway. Um, so it is what it is. I went... One, one, and one, I guess. Uh, Not horrible. There are definitely way worse weekends. Yes. Could have gone 0 for 3. Have. That is very true. Very true. Or 0, 2, and 1 wouldn't, wouldn't have been great either. Yeah, that would have sucked. <laughs> um, so I want to get back to the, the Big 12 um, you know, potential scenario. Let's map this out for a second. Let's assume that you know the report is 100%. These conversations happen. Sometime in the next few weeks, Arizona State, Arizona, Colorado, and Utah are now in the Big 12, right? That leaves us with eight Pac-12 teams left. You've got Oregon, UW, um, let's see. Oregon, Oregon State, State. Washington State. Who else? Uh, Stanford, Cal. 
Wait, what is the, you're saying excluding which schools? So let's say there's right now there's 10 teams in the pack, right? Yeah. So let's say the four leave. So there's six left. Washington, yeah. Oregon, Washington State, Cal, Stanford, Oregon State. Yeah. Okay. So those are the six. Assuming Oregon, I, I assume if those four schools go to the Big 12. Yeah. I assume, Sayonara, Oregon. Exactly. I assume Oregon leaves to the Big 10, right? Yeah. Yep. Now the scenario becomes does the because they got to go in twos. So does the Big Ten try really really hard to get Notre Dame, or do they go with UW? Um, I think they. Tr- I mean, obviously they try for Notre Dame, but um, I think they end I up mean, with UW instead. I think they do too, and or both. Like they get four schools then, because they would have to add a third, or they'd, they'd have three. They'd have to add a fourth. But they've played with eleven schools in the Big Twelve in the Big Ten before. Like, obviously, it's not an ideal situation, but or just kick somebody out. I don't know. <laughs> kick like, Northwestern nah. out. Nah. What if they're like UCLA? I'm sorry. I know we said that you were yeah. in, but we don't want you anymore. I think but, I so. Mean, let's. I think Notre Dame would be more suited to go to either the ACC, which is we've talked about their opponents, yeah. or in a total like spin move. They go and play in the SEC, which I think would be absolutely electric. My God, um, Notre oh Dame in the SEC, bro, that would be crazy. So let's or assume Notre Dame doesn't go to the Big Ten. Yeah, you, you don't want to see Notre Dame in the Big Twelve. They'll no, run that conference. <laughs> it would be bad. Even <laughs> um, I'd be here to go back to South Bend for those games, though. Um, yeah. So let's assume you would keep Notre Dame out of it. UW and Oregon leave. Um, mm-hmm. to go to the Big Ten. That would leave us with four schools left. Stanford, uh, Cal, Washington State, and Oregon State. What comes of those four schools in your mind? I think the Pac-12 has to try and and just swallow up the Mountain West. Um, I think you kind of, at that point, should have to kind of accept what you are as a conference. Um, and You're a bridge uh, conference. <laughs> yeah, and just try and swap, try and get San Diego State, try and get Boise State, try and get uh, who else is over there that could possibly maybe like a Colorado State, uh, maybe go get like a GCU just so you could kind of have uh, something happening in the <laughs> market. I don't know, but I think at that point it's like, okay, we're not a football conference anymore. We are going to focus on trying to get some tournament teams in the NCAA basketball tournaments and see what happens there. Um, I think at that point, I think Stanford and Cal probably go to the ACC, you know. I mean, I don't know. At that Why point, not? the Big 12 should just try and get all of them. Like, Yeah, but I feel like they like, don't even want all of them. Nobody wants Oregon State. Nobody wants Washington State. That is true. Um, those are very. Those are definitely some Mountain West uh, candidates yeah. for sure. Um, I would love to see just Stanford in the Big 12 and be like, see, we care about academics. We have Stanford. <laughs> um, I don't know, though. Like, really <sighs> – what can you do if you're in that situation? Because, like you said, I don't think those um, most of those schools are, are schools that anyone really has any interest in getting, um, and so they kind of just have to try and, and the Pac-12 just kind of has to try and get. I think some of those schools, like I was saying, Boise State, San Diego State, maybe a Hawaii, just to say that you have Hawaii, even though who cares about Hawaii athletics? Like, I don't know. I That's but at that up. point. Yeah, right. At that point, it's just, I don't even care. Like, if, if ASU's in the Big 12, it's like, deuces, that's the Pac-12. We're on I, the like, Texas I, Tech. 
<laughs> oh yeah, we're on uh, on a Texas Tech and all of that. Like, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, like, what do they do? I don't really care. Die. Like, I, oh, I, if, if ASU has moved on, I don't care. Okay, that's fair. That's absolutely <laughs> fair. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting, um, and it's going to be a lot of fun to continue covering and reporting on. Um, and you can catch all our coverage on gophnx.com. And when you become a member today, you're going to either get 50 cents off your first month or a free T-shirt for free. Again, all you got to do is become a member. It's really that easy. And we've got some great merch. My uh, Diana Taurasi shirt came in the other day. Yeah, same. Absolutely love it. Absolutely yeah, love it. It's fire. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, I do want to talk about a question that you had posed um, in the group chat. If you'd like to share with uh, the listeners. So the, someone had tweeted, let me, I should probably find out who it is so I can give them credit, but someone had tweeted, basically it's Joey Chestnut versus Usain Bolt in a hundred meter race, but (laughs) both of them have to finish a hot dog beforehand. They have to eat and swallow a hot dog beforehand. Who wins what do you race? think? What do you think? So originally my gut reaction was like, oh, Usain Bolt. Like, but I think when you break it down, like I think like so we talked about this a little bit a little bit the other day. And you said you could eat a hot dog in 15 seconds. I think that's a little ridiculous. I think it's gonna take you don't think so? Because the thing is, is, is a lot of times what people do when they're trying to eat something fast, they try and shove it all in their mouth, and then it takes them like 20 seconds just to it's chew. It's just one hot dog though. Yeah, but like it's it, yeah, are we talking the, bun or are we talking just wiener? Bun. You have to have it's a bun too. It's like a hot dog. I, I think I could I think I could down it. I, I could down the glizzy in about 15 seconds. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's taking 20, 25 seconds. You think uh, it's gonna take that long, bro? I think so, because if you show it's the just whole a hot dog. But it's gonna take you a while to chew. Like the thing is, is, is if you're not smart about it, which I don't think a whole lot of people will would be because they're rushing. Dunk it in they're water. But they're, they're just going to shove the whole thing in their mouth. And when that happens, it's just, it just becomes really hard to chew. Like Joey Chestnut, to do what he does, he said he's been on a on a liquid diet for the last like three days to to, to eat hot dogs. He, his record is like 74 hot dogs, I think. So he's averaging like a hot dog and like – and if you think about the fact that he's probably eating the hot dogs faster at the beginning of the race, he's probably downing a hot dog in like five seconds. Okay, but are we assuming? Are we assuming at this point? Because Joey Chestnut was on crutches today. Are we assuming Joey Chestnut's got both his feet while we're, yeah, while we're, we're uh, doing full, this race? Joey, full health, Joey full, Chestnut. Full, <laughs> full, full health, Joey Chestnut. Full health, Usain Bolt. I, dude, I feel like Bolt. I feel like Usain Bolt. Regardless, let's say let's say it takes. Okay, let's let's do the math on this. Joey yeah. Chestnut, how, how fast do you think he eats a hot dog? I think he can eat a hot dog in five seconds. Okay, let's say he downs it in five seconds, right? Now, how fast do you think he runs 100 meters? What do we say? Like 25 seconds? 30 seconds? Probably 25 seconds. He does not look right. like he's that athletic. So, uh, so that's a, a 30 total second. of 30 seconds. Yeah. 30 seconds. Let's assume that it takes Usain Bolt 20 seconds, which I think it would be – I think he would be quicker to eat this hot dog. Let's assume it takes him 20 seconds to eat this hot dog, okay? Which would be, what, four times as long as it took Joey? Yeah. How fast is Usain roll? Like nine seconds, nine, ten seconds. So he still wins. 
So I think he still wins the race. It, it, if you're, if you're giving close. me a second, if you're giving me a second differential here, and I, my choice is Usain Bolt or Joey Chestnut, I'm, I'm taking Usain Bolt. No, <laughs> I, listen, I don't think it's like I think it's close, which is ridiculous in my opinion. Like that, I guess that's kind of ultimately my point is that Usain. Like I don't think it is just like oh, obviously it's Usain Bolt. Like I think there's <laughs> some math in the conversation you got to have here. I want to see Usain Bolt down a glizzy, see how fast he can do it, and then I'll have a more definite answer i also don't know maybe maybe joey chestnut sneaky fast maybe he comes he's off the blocks i doubt it, it bro. i seconds. really i really doubt it man. how fast do you think you could run 100 meters i i used to run track granted i was a i was a fluffy kid when <laughs> i ran track um 100 meters man i could probably run 100 meters in i don't know what, what do you think like people that actually train maybe? yeah i could probably 14 or 15 i'm sneaky fast bro I'm, I'm a little I'm quick too. So like I think I could probably do it in 15 seconds. Let's say let's say Maybe. 14, 15 seconds. Yeah. I think if it's me versus Choey Chestnut, I I I You lose. No, I lose. Yeah, I lose for sure. Because I don't even know what <laughs> um, like, yeah, you you say bolt wouldn't stand a chance, but guess what, Joey? I got your number. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. No, so I don't know. If, if you happen to listen to this podcast today, you're out with the family later watching some fireworks or something like that, you know, ask a question, pose a question, and see what you see what the people say. Because I want to – I, I think this is a little bit more of a conversation, a little bit more of a competition than people might first think. Or you can choose to have this conversation with us this week, July 7th at 4 o'clock at yes. Four Peaks 8th Street Pub because the Phoenix – the PHNX Coyotes crew – um, they're going to be having their draft day live party um, at the Four Peaks H3 Pub. It's going to be a blast. You do got to be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. Sean, how much fun are we going to have at this draft party? Oh, I'm so hyped. We got Rudo from DNVR coming down. Um, I know we're going to have a few special guests, some in person, some calling in. Um, so I don't know if we've revealed Love special guests, gonna, guests, man. I'm not going to tell you, but they're definitely worth making the trip out there for. Um, gonna be some drink specials. I know last time we were there, um, we had some some three dollar wows, some three dollar kill lifters. So I imagine there'll be some drink specials there. The food there's amazing, but yeah, me, Rudo, Petey, and some other special guests are gonna have a hell of a time. Maybe I'll ask oh, them a question. You threw yourself, you threw yourself in there as a special guest. No, me, Rudo, and Petey are, are hosting it, oh, plus some special okay. guests. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. So it'll be it'll be a fun time. Obviously, Leah and Craig will be out in. Uh, in Montreal for the draft. So they'll be calling in with some content and stuff like that. So awesome. it'll be a hell of a time. The best best NHL draft coverage you can find. Certainly better than the actual Coyotes draft coverage. But you didn't hear that from me. Yeah, you didn't hear that on the PHNX Sunday show by uh, PHNX <laughs> Coyotes producer, Sean DePause. Um, one more thing that I want to get to. You lost... The draft last week. I did lose lost the draft. the bar food draft. Yeah. This is your 0-2 now when it comes Since, to punishments. Yeah, it's tough. I don't even know when we're going to get to do this because Shane is gone all this week and then I leave next week. Is he not so back on Wednesday? Is he back on Wednesday? Yeah, he's back and then he leaves Friday again. Oh, that's right. So we'll do it Wednesday. Yeah, so we'll do it Wednesday. You'll have – so this is this is what, what I'm thinking. We're going to get you these, whether they're ghost pepper wings or they're, you know – whatever the hottest wings we can find, and you will have the entirety of the show to eat the wings. Okay? Does that sound fair? Yeah. Um, 
I, I'm going to be at a severe disadvantage for the draft again, though, because I'm not going to be in the right state of mind for whatever we You're going to need to win, man. You're going to need Do to win. So what that's also talking? what I want to talk. It's between two things, and I think we can discuss it right now since Shane rudely decided not to be here. Yeah. Um, I've had people ask us to draft Disney movies um, because okay. we've done the whole Pixar thing. We haven't done yeah. Disney. So it's either Disney or we can draft the conversation that we had at the at Four Peaks last week, which was Mythical Creatures. Um, I would be down to do either one, and I think whichever one we don't do this Wednesday, we do the following Wednesday. Yeah. Um, side note, what before you I feeling? forget, I do want to draft sports venues and sports logos at some point. Um, okay. So put that on the list. Um, which one is – either one more fittings? I don't know. Uh, I don't think they're – I don't think any of them are like like really relevant necessarily to this week. Mythical Creatures is fun, to be honest. Mythical Creatures is fun, and I think it could go a lot of different ways. And I've low-key, like, there have been times where I've just been showering and be like, oh, damn, that'd be a great Mythical Creature to draft. Yeah, like, I feel like, like are we going to get, like, generic, or can it be, speci- like, specific, like, like... So this is, again, this is what I'm thinking, is, like, Godzilla, for example, right? Okay, he is a mythical creature. He is okay. a mythical creature. King Kong is a mythical tr- creature so it can be specific okay it can be specific um that that's you know what i'm thinking i think those picks alone are going to be heavily swayed out of mythical creatures um i don't want it to get too like you don't necessarily have to be specific though is what i want to get with so like you can draft king kong or you can draft godzilla but then like if you want to draft like an elf you don't necessarily have to say i just want like this specific elf you can draft yeah. elves as fair a all right, yeah, let's do the mythical creatures. Okay, and then so Shane will be Shane one, so Shane will decide where he would like to draft. Um, I assume he'll take one, and in that case, I will take three, and that will leave you with two. All right, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And then the following week, there will not be a snake draft because unless you do one with somebody else, but I won't be here. Okay, um, you're back I'll to be, back to New York. Yeah, back to New York. Um, so I'll be taking a week off. Um, Hopefully, maybe maybe I'm like anti Shane, and when I am not in the show, maybe we'll get something. Maybe that's we'll when ASU something. joins the Big Twelve. You know, that'd know. be a good thing, right? That'd be a good thing. Yeah. All right, we'll see what happens. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, again, please give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils on socials. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow the man who is not here at Shane Deef. You can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Um, a, a glizzy goblin as always. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> and we will be back Tuesday with another audio show for you guys. But for now, happy 4th of July and peace.